Even though today's episode is about meditation, it is not really about techniques of meditation or the benefits of meditation. I think we all know you can do your own research on this. But today we're going to be specifically talking about how meditation can help you create anything you desire in your life. It is that powerful. So stay tuned. And this is going to be super, super, super helpful for you, whether you are a meditator or not. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. So welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. What's up, visionaries? In today's episode, we're talking about meditation and its power to create. One of the reasons I decided to do this episode is because meditation, there's so much benefits to meditation, but no one talks about how it can be used to manifest things in your life and why it actually helps you manifest whatever you want. Meditation is very, very powerful. And to learn about the the benefits of meditation, go do your own research. There is something called Google and YouTube and go look that up. Speaking of YouTube, in my YouTube channel, I'm sharing with you different really different content than the podcast. So I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel. And there I'm also there's an there's a video I have. I I don't know when it's going to be released, because I batch create content. And there's a video I did on meditation and different types of meditation and how the uses and power of meditation. But at that video is very different than what we're going to be talking about today. So first of all, tell me, do you meditate? And what does meditation mean to you? There's so many different types of meditation. There's guided meditation. There is just sitting in stillness. There's so many different types of meditation. Do you follow any specific meditation? Do you do any? And how often have you been doing? Are you consistent about it? And if you aren't, I highly recommend that you do at least 20 minutes of meditation every single day, ideally twice a day would be amazing for you because of all the health benefits, the physical health benefits, the mental health benefits. Very, very powerful, 
easy tool to use in your day-to-day life. I'm calling it easy because I've been a meditator for a long, long, long time. And meditation is my refuge. It is where I go in for respite. It is where I, I, I there. it's non-negotiable for me because it is what allows my nervous system to be in a state of calm because there's so much coming at us every single day. And we need to, to find tools, and I'm inviting you to find tools that is going to help you settle your brain, settle your thinking, and that's what meditation does. You know, I'm not going to go into the benefits of meditation that you can research on your own, but what I want to point out to you is when you meditate, it does something to the brain's activity. And if you have listened to any of my previous episodes, I've talked about how the brain is very limited in its capacity to to create. The brain literally is a computer, right? Like you can program anything into the computer. In order to create, you need to go beyond the brain. And that is what meditation does. Meditation has a way to quiet the brain. And, um, you know, I was, um, I was remembering a quote from the Buddha that I read. It says, let yourself be open and life will be easier. Let yourself be open and life will be easier so beautiful right and that is what meditation does it allows you to be open it allows you to receive information that goes beyond your brain's capacity the brain can only grasp what it knows if you have only seen a blue pen in your life i'm making this up right now clearly You will only know a blue pen. You will not know what is a color pencil because you've never seen a color pencil in your life. Oh my God, like I'm totally making this up because there's a color pencil and a pen right in front of me. (laughs) And that is what the brain does. If you, you, you will never know beyond what you have experienced through the brain, but you have access to this vastness, abyss, beyond the brain which is higher consciousness which is god whatever you want to call it divine consciousness universe there's this whole whole plethora of information available to you and i'm saying this to you every one of us has access to that knowledge and information but you have to tune in. You know, when I was growing up, and this is going to tell you my age, right? Like I'm so, I'm, when I was growing up, like you had to turn the dials in a radio in order to get a particular station. And so, um, and, and you had, and by tuning in that dial, you would receive a particular station. Obviously, that we don't do that anymore in that tuning. Like, literally, I had to turn a knob to, <laughs> to get a particular station. And, but that is what 
we that is what we do in meditation it allows you it's like an antenna you get to tune in to different knowledge and information that your brain does not have the capacity to even know or understand this is what this is why you will see many successful people they they'll be like i got this information it makes no sense but i'm going to do it i mean look at what elon musk i don't i don't care what your personal opinion is about him and i don't have a personal opinion about him but i see that he's doing so much outside what we might assume as possible right and that is because he's tuning into something bigger any successful person that you see in your life is tuning into something bigger that no one has done before the whole star trek um, slogan right to go where no man has gone before that access comes with tuning in to higher consciousness and that can only happen with when you quieten the brain and this is where meditation plays a huge role meditation quiets the brain I'm an avid meditator before my kids. It's been a long time. Like I used to go on meditation retreats two times a year at least. And these were like four days long, 10 days long, like really like silent retreats where you do not talk to anybody. You do not interact with anyone. You're just quiet. And you, when you're eating, you're done, you don't talk, like you're just in your own self. And so much comes through in that time. Initially, it's painful because your brain is just all over the place for some time. And then there's a level of stillness that descends. The, the goal would be, I cleared, I am not there um, and I'm striving to be there, which is to be in that level of stillness amidst amidst whatever is happening in your day-to-day life. In the midst of chaos, finding that stillness in your brain. So you can always be in that stillness. It's (laughs) very difficult for me. I'm giggling, I'm laughing because I have a very, very talkative five-year-old at home. She does not stop talking. She loves to talk. And sometimes it's her talking about what she's talking. It's really funny to hear, but she's a very verbal child. And I'm so grateful and appreciative of her. But sometimes I'm like, oh my God, like I just want stillness right now, please. Like, Can we just not talk for like five minutes? (laughs) And not only does she want to talk, she wants to engage. It's not like she's just going on a monologue. It's like you have to respond to her. And my son is so different. Like he's not, he's not a very, he's not a, he's not very verbal. Like he doesn't talk a lot. Like he's more in his own world, and he's just, he's just in a different phase. Like he does, he's just a different person. But it's very like. But then when they get together, it's a whole. Oh goodness! <laughs> if you have young kids at home, you know what I'm talking about. There's something about siblings. There, either they're laughing and playing and giggling, which is great, or sometimes they're getting into it, and one is like beating the other up. Not literally, but like there's a lot of chaos and commotion, and it is work to be in that stillness. But that is the work, and I'm striving for that. I'm nowhere close to it. Sometimes I have to go lock myself in a bathroom just to get that quiet and peace. 
But when you can maintain that level of stillness, no matter what's happening around you, it is so incredibly powerful. Now, I'm going to share with you how you can use that to create, because this is this is where I was going with all of this. When there's quietness in your brain, you have access to higher consciousness. And when you have access to higher consciousness, you get to receive information that goes beyond your level of comprehension. Those are called, I call them downloads. Suddenly, there'll be an inspiration to do something that is a download. And so pay attention to those, because that's how you get to go beyond where you're at and whatever the work you do whatever it is that you do whether you're in the corporate world whether you have your own business whether you're an entrepreneur doesn't matter like whatever you do start tuning in to those things that feel like I don't know how that's going to work or is this even going to work all of those things that is a download that comes when your brain is still and this is the power of meditation now again, I was reading this and this paragraph in uh, from from Tao Te Ching. I don't know how to say that any other way. Tao Ji Tao Tao Te Ching Tao Te Ching Tao Ji Tao. Oh my God, I'm tripping over my own words. Um, from that, from Tao Tao Te Ching. Oh my God, sorry, people. This is actually a quote from. Lao Tzu, who took it from Tao Chi Tao Chi Ching. Oh my gosh, you stop saying that. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. So he's talking about water. I'm paraphrasing this whole thing, but he's talking about water and talking about how water is fluid. And water, even though water on its own can feel very like it has, you know, it's kind of going with the flow, right? Watch a river, it's going with the flow. And no one will recognize how powerful a water is in comparison to a rock. When you put water and rock together, you're going to think, oh my God, water is not as powerful as a rock because a rock is solid and it's like, you know, strong and staying there. Whereas water kind of does, it's kind of going with the flow. Like wherever there's opening, it's going to go into that. It's kind of going with the flow. However, when you watch water over time, it's going to wear down the rock it's going to smoothen the rock by going around the rock instead of going against like fighting it it's creating eventually it creates it's much stronger than the rock in meditation that is what starts to happen it becomes your your brain becomes fluid there's more presence you're in the present moment you are just available for what is happening right now and in that moment is where we create it is not from the past it's not from the future it is right in that moment and that is what meditation does it really quietens the brain to give you that 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 fluidity that flow that presence so keeping your brain relaxed is so key you go be like the water not like the rock right when you go with the flow the water even though in the beginning might feel weaker it is actually more powerful and you want to be in that fluid space because what happens, there's so much distractions in our life right now. Oh my God, like the devices, there's constant access to information. 
constant. On one hand, it's great because when I tell you meditation, all you have to do is Google meditation and you're going to come up with apps and YouTube videos and blog posts and God knows what not about meditation, which is fabulous. All of it for free. Can you believe it? Like how much abundance we are we have in our life right now? Um, and what an abundant life we all live and how we forget about all those things. You've access to all those things for free. However, it's also distracting constantly. There's not a minute goes by. I don't have my phone next to me, right? Even if I'm not looking at it, it's constantly available. It's very distracting. And if you don't learn to quieten the brain, you're going to be like the bag in the wind, you're going to be blown from here to there to here to there. You're going to go after this and you're going to go after that. And like, you're just going to keep going after one thing after another. So learn to quiet the brain. Learn to quiet the brain. And, you know, on a side note, if you have kids, I highly recommend teaching them this very important thing about, about Teach them the um, the art of mastering your own self. What do I mean by that? There's so much distraction, right? If we are distracted, imagine our kids. My recent, just very, very recently, we got my son his iPad. And now I'm regretting it, seriously regretting it, because that boy is generally he exhibits a lot of self-control he's the kind of child who'd be like if I told him you know wait for one hour I'm going to give you uh, two candies or you can eat a candy right now he's going to wait an hour to eat the set eat two candies because he's going to get more he's a lot of self-control in general but when it comes to screen time this is what it does to the brain right it is totally it mesmerizing it is it is so it's like magnetic for him and in that he basically does like word things or like from New York Times or like he has some some in in the New York Times is some game that he plays and it's only for 15 minutes maybe two or three times a week that's what we had told him and that's what he came up with but somewhere somehow I don't know we had gone somewhere we were traveling somewhere so my husband downloaded a video game for him and he's damn addicted to that game it's so distracting for him. And then we came up with a plan that I said, okay, if you continue, there are consequences. We have, I'm very, I'm, I have, a, I, I give them a lot of freedom, but I'm also very strict parents. I keep, I keep things under check at home because this is, this is, I'm responsible for their brain. I'm responsible for their bodies. And so I'm very particular about what he, what he can and cannot do on an iPad. This is my responsibility, not his, right? He's only eight. So the reason I'm just, just a story, side note about how distracting these things can be but for us, imagine for the kids, they have no self-control and this is going to, I'm going to tie it back to meditation for all of you. But I want you to get this. If you have kids, apply this to them, whether they're older or younger, talk to them about these things. So basically he kept, he kept violating the, the agreements that we had. And so finally, like I've taken it away. But this morning, you know, again, I gave it back to him. Like we have discussions, we have topics. We talk about self-control a lot. I'm using this as an example just for self-control. So the kids, the kid thinks he's very smart, but I am his mother. I'm smarter than him, right? So last night he tells me, he asked me as we're putting him to bed, he says, are you going to leave the iPad out? I was like, yeah, because I'm teaching you self-control. I want you to have self-control. He said, okay. So this morning... 
um, he's up and about at like 5 a.m. <laughs> like I'm, and I'm like, okay. And then I, I hear him around, I hear him around six-ish. And he's busy unloading the dishwasher. It's one of his chores to do in the morning. He unloads the dishwasher and he does some various things that he's supposed to do for himself too, like brushing his teeth, whatever, making his bed. And I'm hearing him like, it's 6 a.m. What is he doing? And then I come out and I'm like, oh my God, this kid has been using the iPad. So he woke up early (laughs) to use the iPad. And then did all his chores so that I would be happy with him because he did all his chores without me asking. And I was like, did you use the iPad? I said, you can be honest with me. I'm not going to get mad at you. I want to take the iPad away. Just talk to me. And he has. He did. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Talk about like this is so, and this is really, really, uh, uh, this is a pandemic, right? Like the way, the addiction to the screens So anyways, the bottom line is teach your kids self-control, teach your kids mastery, mastering themselves, because otherwise you will be like a bag in the wind. And this is a process with him. Now, again, I have to honor my word of not taking it away. But again, I'm going to have, we have to come up with a plan now for not having these distractions. Take your kids out in nature. I'm digressing, but nature is another way to meditate for my daughter who's so talkative right for her art is meditation she loves to draw and color and and that's when she's very still so I put on music for her and even if it's for like 15 minutes she's able to do that without talking and that's so key teach them these things because it does not come naturally we are really really prone to distractions and we will get caught up in whatever is happening your brain wants to do something how often are you standing in the line in a grocery store and instead of just being there you pick up your phone and you start scrolling or you do things or you go to the bathroom and you take your phone with you these things happen everywhere you have to learn to have self-control and and that will come when you practice that when you eliminate the distractions you're going to have space to quieten the brain and when you quieten the brain you have access to higher consciousness and when you have higher access to higher consciousness you're going to receive information and when you get those information then it's your job to put it into action Another thing that often happens when you quieten the brain is visualization. You get to start to visualize the life that you desire and the dreams that you have. And when you allow yourself to dream and dream big, then it really opens up so much more in your life. So I invite you to eliminate distractions, quieten the brain by meditating and visualizing Thinking big, thinking beyond what you think you're capable of, thinking beyond what you think you you can only do, because those are limitations of the brain, not the mind. The mind can do anything. And so when you have access to the mind, you have access to creative thinking. I invite you to pass this to your teams, share this with people in your life. 
and start if you are if you have teams that you work with if you are a leader of your organization i really invite you to put this into practice by starting every meeting with stillness so many times people are uncomfortable with stillness with quietness they want to fill up the space encourage a culture where there is quietness where you start every meeting with that taking a deep breath and keeping your brain still and be comfortable with the silence invite your people to be comfortable with silence it's an art and teach yourself and your loved ones around you to be comfortable with silence because that is where answers lie and with that we conclude this episode please share this and write a review share your feedback with me. I love hearing from you all. And thank you for being part of this journey. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.